Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Uh, I'm your host, Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini, and we have a great interview once again with an amazing artist uh, that I'm really uh, excited to uh, bring to you guys out there, my audience, who maybe you're not familiar with, Don Drake. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Don is a just amazing bass player. I don't know if I've had many bass players on here, uh, but Dawn is an amazing bass player, artist in her own right, and really excited to talk to her. Before we get started, I'd like to just do a little business here. Uh, this is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, and you can catch up with everything we have going on at LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. New interview every Wednesday, new music podcast every Saturday. So, Go to LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. Uh, also on the website, if you are a musician, there's a tab there to click and you can submit your music or you can uh, correspond with us about getting in touch with for doing an interview for yourself. So if you say, oh, I would like to be interviewed, that is how you do it. I'd like to thank our longtime sponsor, the wonderfully positively Pittsburgh Live magazine. That is pplmag.com, Pittsburgh's first internet radio TV network, online community, and business directory. You can listen to, watch, download, and receive emails with the latest audio and video created by members of the community. Read articles, grab coupons, find businesses. You can even put your own page up there if you want. And you can listen to great podcasts like this one, the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. And you can find that at pplmag.com. Com. Now, like I said, we have Don Drake on the line with us, uh, an active musician in uh, New York City's African, Brazilian, Cuban, and women's music scenes. Don Drake started her career as an electric bass player and percussionist. <clears throat> now she is also known as a singer, songwriter, composer, and band leader uh, for her band, Don Drake and Sapote. Uh, she's also a very active uh, teaching artist for several New York City arts organizations, including the Brooklyn Arts Council. Dawn, welcome to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. How are you? I'm great. It's good to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Glad to have you. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit about, I mean, um, oh, there's so much things on it. Well, well, you're in, right there on the bio. It's the first thing. It says you're active in the African, Brazilian, Cuban, and women's music scenes. Now, tell us about what these scenes are. Can you kind of give us an overview about these genres and what they're all about? Sure. Well, you know, as as you know, New York is the great big melting pot. And um, I mean, you can find everything from A to Z to, you know, Eastern European music to Russian music to, you know, anything you can possibly imagine is here in New York City. And um, I started connecting with these scenes through playing and studying percussion, you know, because as uh, as you know, most um, Caribbean and Latin American percussion really comes from uh, West Africa uh, because of 
the transatlantic slave trade and and the you know displacement of of people so i actually studied um in west africa in ghana for a year and uh that was in my my college days and in ghana that's where i met all these um you know really interesting ghanaians who were who owned restaurants and businesses in new york and so that was where i first got the idea that i could that you know, moving to New York would be pretty interesting because there was such a huge um, West African population here. So when I moved here, I um, I quickly uh, tapped into the to the African dance scene and the African uh, dance scene of the diaspora, which includes Cuba and Brazil and um, Haiti, and and so there were a few different dance studios at the time, mainly um, Ferretta. There was a big dance studio in um, lower Manhattan called Ferretta. And they just had everything from A to Z as far as um, drumming and dance was concerned. So I started taking classes there in um, Haitian dance and Cuban dance and Samba and West African from Guinea and Senegal and you know, all over the the West African coast. And that's um, how I got into these scenes. Um, yeah. So that's the, that was the beginning. Hello. Did you start, did you start as, um, did you start as a percussionist and then go to the bass or, or how did... uh, I, I kind of started both at the same time. Okay. Yeah. I actually, I started as a piano player um, as a child, I was playing classical piano, and then I moved to jazz piano. And then when I, I went to UC Berkeley, and um, and from there I went on their West African uh, exchange program to Ghana, and it's there that I started playing percussion. But, it um, you know, I had had my fingers in all kinds of mm-hmm. <laughs> different cookie jars for a long time. Okay. I studied guitar in high school. And um, so I just kind of moved that over to the bass. When I got out of college, I moved to to New York and I really had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. So I just started taking all kinds of lessons and, you know, um, I was cocktail waitressing at the time. So, you know, um, so I had all this kind of free time on my hands and I just started uh, taking bass lessons and, and conga drumming lessons. And so I kind of, um, yeah, New York, New York was very good to me in that regard. And I, I started both bass and percussion at the same time. Yeah. So that's the, so the sort of melting pot is true for you artistically as well, because you started like kind of being able to experiment with a lot of different things and you ended up sort of settling. I mean, really at this point though, you're primarily the base base and singing and songwriting. That's primarily what you're doing. Well, it's kind of hard to play percussion while you're playing bass. (laughs) Or is it? I've tried, you know, like one day (laughs) I I will get, you know, the toe percussion going on. Okay, Um, toe percussion. Uh, when you start, when you start, te- when you start, when you start playing toe percussion, let me know. I'm going to come take lessons. <laughs> you know, I try to keep up with everything. Um, uh, I when I started this band, I really kind of dropped out of a lot of different um, scenes just to focus on 
the band and mm-hmm. promoting that and getting it going strong. But now I, you know, I find a, I get a lot of pleasure out of playing with other bands and other artists. So, I mean, for example, last night I was just playing with the Gustavo band and that's like a band full of, um, that's, that's run by, um, Justin Cafando from the Ivory coast. And, um, so all the members of that band are from West Africa, from Ivory coast and Benin. And, um, so yeah, I, I get a lot of pleasure out of continuing my role of playing bass in different bands. And I also play Afro-Cuban percussion for dance classes um mostly at Alvin Ailey um school of dance in New York City so yeah i i still i try to keep my keep my chops up <laughs> in all regards so so what do you find about freelancing and doing these other things that you what do you get out of that that you don't really get from okay my own band where i'm doing my own thing talk about well, the sort of <laughs> You know, but the, the, because there's something more. I know that you're in it full time and it's a living for you. Oh, that's you know obvious. But there, there, I'm sure that there's a sort of other side to that that's sort of like feeding you artistically, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always get inspiration from other artists that I play with, and and just I think it's so important to. I mean, for me, I, I'm not talking about everybody, you know, but just for me, it's good to see it, both sides of the coin of being a band leader and a side person mm. at the same time. Um, because as a band leader, you have a whole set of other challenges. And I, I think for me, um, you know, being a band leader and run and writing on the music and running a band, it's very satisfying. Um, but, a lot of that stuff is logistical and, you know, it's not actually playing you mm-hmm. know, because I'm self-managed, you know, so I'm doing booking and I'm doing promoting and, you know, trying to fill the room when I'm playing and, yes. um, and managing, you know, just the logistics of rehearsal and scheduling and all of that stuff. That's not music. <laughs> so for me, like, you know, playing with other bands, that's like, that's where I just get to play. I just show up and and I enjoy playing the music and I don't worry about all those other things, you know. Yeah, it's kind of refreshing to be like, oh, I can just play. Yeah. You know? But then yeah. when you have your own thing, too, that is an outlet for you to kind of like have more of your own voice as well. So you're, you know, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, honestly, I can't imagine not having my own project. Um at this point, you know, it's just, it's just another level of satisfaction where I'm just like, you know, this is what I have to say. And, and, uh, um, this is my time to share it with you. I mean, that's, okay. That's, that, um, then really let's, let's get into that. Let's get into that. Um, Don Drake and, uh, Sapote, uh, tell me a little, tell us about that band, uh, who's in it and um, how in the hell do you sing and play ba- and play those bass lines at the same time? <laughs> I was watching your videos. And I'm like, that, that's amazing. Well, oh, that's, that's another so question. We'll get into that. Let's talk, let's talk a little bit about the the, the bands here because I want kind of want to know a little bit about uh, what's going on there. Oh yeah, well I've got a really great band. And I'm so thankful um, that they're there for me. Um, well, let's start with the drums because for me that's always you know the backbone. Um, 
we have Rosa Avila on drums, and she is um, a total pro. Uh, she comes um, from Mexico, raised in Austria. She's kind of all over the map as far as being an international uh, character. Um, and she plays with the pros, so, I mean, she's she's really amazing. Um, on percussion, I have Paula Green, who uh, I've been blessed to have been playing with now for six or seven years, and uh, she's also amazing. The two of them together just feed off of each other, and they, you know, it's obvious they really love playing together, so that's always great to see. And she's having a baby very soon, so um, there'll be another addition (laughs) to the family. Uh, Yeah, and then on um, keys, I have Eiko Rikohashi. She's um, Japanese. Uh, keyboard player and she's also you know she studied jazz and she's studied latin piano so she's also really great and she has her own project as well um and then i have jackie coleman on trumpet who's just all over the map in new york city she's she's had a whole series she was on a mtv series this last fall and she's been playing with me for almost eight or nine years now so i snatched her up as soon as she moved to new york from midwest and you know she's been playing with me ever since but she also plays with like 20 other bands so yeah she's very popular new york new york sounds an awful lot like pittsburgh it's the same way around here you know there's like you know there's this core people that are just really amazing and like they're in you know they're in a whole bunch of projects (laughs) yeah yeah, I mean, everybody is in, like, you know, 10 bands, or we're always <laughs> cheating on each other, you know. It's, but it's fine, you know. <laughs> of course, of course. You do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, and then I have Maria Eisen on sax, saxophone, tenor sax, and she's also really great. And um, and then I have Elian Amher plays guitar with us sometimes when she's in town, when she's not touring in Europe. She also has her own project. Um, she's from Switzerland, and um, so she brought um, me to Switzerland a couple times, and, and that was really great. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now, is everybody in the band now? Because um, I'm looking I was looking at the videos, and I'm seeing the, uh, um, the music stands and everything. Are are they coming up with their own parts, or are you arranging all this stuff? I mean, or are you sort of, I mean, how does that work? Oh. Because this isn't um, like, it's, it's, for, let me just interject right here. For those of you that are not familiar with Don's music, immediately after the interview, go listen, because you'll, this is not like three-chord rock and roll. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot <laughs> going on. So, I mean, it, oh, I, it, so the reason I'm asking the question is because I can imagine you know, if everybody isn't really gelling or whatever, it could get people could start stepping on each other. You know, so how does how does it work in your band? Mm, I write the parts, and mm-hmm. and that's why they're reading them. <laughs> <It's kind laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because yeah, they're all written out. Um, of course, you know there is a level of improvisation. You know, people get solos where they can improvise over the chord changes, but. Um, I'd say, and also, I mean, some of some of the horns, you know, they throw in their harmonies from here and there, but for the most part, everything is written out. Um, the only parts that are not written out are the drum and percussion parts. So those are the things that we work out in rehearsal and stuff like that. So, yeah, 
It's, it's um, I mean, for me, that's the way I like to work just because, I don't know, I write by myself. I'm not like a big collaborative person. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't get, I don't like <laughs> getting together in a room and going, okay, what are we going to do? Like, I, I more, <laughs> you know, I sit down and I write them all out. And, you know, so it is sort of like a composer's project in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you have another project as well. Not only are you do you have your own project, you have two of your own projects, <laughs> and you're playing with a bunch of. What is now? Tell us about the other project that you have. Sorry is my. Yes, yeah, sorry is my. Yeah, well, it's really. I wasn't going to try to pronounce it again. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is my Slovenian uh, name. My that's Don Drake in Slovenian. Azaria, Zmai means dragon, and Drake, you know, also means dragon. So that that project I started out in California because I I did study composition um, at California Institute of the Arts. Um, Over the last couple of years, I've sort of been going back and forth. And I finally finished my MFA in um, in performance and composition there. And the band that I started there, uh, that's Azaria's My Mixology Band. And it's... um, it's just a, it's kind of like an orchestra. So I have flute and violin and two percussion players and trombone and um, sax and trumpet. And so it's, it's kind of a work in progress, but I really enjoyed working with um, all those instruments. And, you know, I have visions, I'm not going to reveal, but uh, (laughs) I have visions for Zarya's Mai in the future that um, just, you know, doing the music that I'm doing, but with different instrumentation that sort of reflects my background. Because I, I guess, you know, I've, I've been so enveloped in the Afro-Cuban and Latin music world and the Afrobeat world that, you know, that is home for me. But I also have, like, some, you know, my own roots to kind of deal with that that's sort of like what Zarya's my is going to be is um you know taking my roots in Virginia from the Appalachian area and my Slovenian roots and sort of mixing that in with my music um as far as like using different instruments and and different time signature changes and you know things like that that you won't see in Sapote which is really um, Sapote is, you know, my funk, Latin, global funk, uh, Brazilian influences that have been so important to me. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm I'm from Virginia and I'm <laughs> part <laughs> Slovenian. And so I'm kind of trying to look at those roots as well um, as all my other amazing influences that I've been lucky to have. So Okay, well, speaking about influences, uh as a, as as far as the bass bass goes, who uh-huh. are like who are who are your like go-to bass players? Um well, I would say um you know, Bootsy Collins, Parliament Funkadelic, mm-hmm. um the Meters, Neville Brothers, um yeah, mainly funk influences and then of course the cuban influences are very strong as far as like uh Juan Formel, Los Van Van, I don't know if you're familiar with 
uh, that band, but that that's one of the major bands that came out of Cuba in the last 50 years. And, and so many other incredible bass players. Um, as far as like friends of mine, I mean, I'm very influenced by like Danny Rojo, who lives here in New York. He's a, an amazing bass player. Um, yeah, so mostly the Latin, the Cuban bass players and the and the funk players. Um, how do you how do you sit down to write? Like, do you have a like an idea? Okay, I want to write a song like this, or do the or because you're singing too and you're writing lyrics, mm-hmm. um, and in the styles that you that you played in so far, I don't know what um, your new you know your new project is going on, but um, in this band, <clears throat> you know the the music is really important. I mean, it's not like I was telling the audience, it's not, you know, like, it isn't Bob Dylan, you know, three, you know, sitting down with three chords and, you know, so how does, mm-hmm. how do you do work? Do you think, are, are lyrics kind of an afterthought or like, how does, how do you put it together? Um, it really depends. I mean, sometimes the lyrics, sometimes the melody will come to me first and, and, or the hook or the chorus or, you know, mm-hmm. some part of the lyrics will come first. Other times I have sat down and said, okay, I'm going to write a song based on this rhythm, you know, or I'm going to sit down and write an Afrobeat song. Mm-hmm. And so I'll, with that, you know, the rhythm comes first then the bass line and then probably the horns and then maybe the the words and and the melody come last. You know, it mm-hmm. just really depends. I mean, when I first started writing, it was because I was taking voice lessons for the first time. And so I would wake up with all these melodies and lyrics in my head. So Oh, wow. So, you know, I just from learning how to sing other people's songs, I started, you know, writing my own songs and and that's when I would just sit down at the piano and plunk down chords and and come up with these melodies and lyrics. Um, And then after that, I sort of got more into the instrumental arranging aspect of it. So um, right now I'd say it's, it's 50, 50, you know, Mm -hmm. I might, but uh, usually it's either I come up with the melody and lyrics first, or I'll come up with, okay, I want to write a song in this genre. So I'll, you know, put down the chords and the rhythm and then come up with the, you know, the lyrics later, or it's, it's just, it, it can also just be a mix and match, you know, okay. oh, I came up with these lyrics and this chorus. Why don't I make that a Haitian compa song? You know, I do a lot of mix and matching. Okay. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> um, now let me, let's so speak. So speaking of the, the bands and the music, I mean, you're you going um, is is uh uh Sapote, uh Sapote, are is that are they going to do are you guys going to do a new record because it looks to me like what your last release was what in 2013 yeah um we are recording a new record right now um so i yeah i have tons of songs that i just i haven't been able to get out yet uh but we are recording and, um, you know, as you know, it's recording is, you know, it's time consuming and it's also oh, yeah. expensive. Yes. And yeah. So, 
Um, yeah, I I am definitely looking at the new album coming out by the fall. That's what I'm hoping for. So what is going on? Then? So, so you're working on the new record. So what is really coming up here? Uh, the new record is going to come out in the fall. So what's, what does the next six to 12 months uh, look like for Don Drake? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, you know, I have a big show coming up this Monday at Brooklyn Bowl, and that's really exciting for me because I've never played there with my band. I've played there with other bands. But Brooklyn Bowl is a pretty um, – you know, great place to play. So I'm, I'm excited about that. And then um, I'm going to Cuba for two weeks in April. And uh, that's going to be great. And I haven't been, well, I used to go to Cuba back in the 90s all the time. Mm -hmm. But I stopped going just because I was putting, you know, all my money into writing my, you know, CDs that I have. So, um, you know, it'll be great to go back to Cuba. I haven't been to certain regions there in about 15 years, and I have friends there that I haven't seen in a long time. Um, so what are you going to do in Cuba? I mean, is this, is this a tour, or you're just, is this a vacation? or? Well, it's um, – I actually – I have a job. I work for this um, sort of a travel company that mm-hmm. um, where I – I plan the entertainment and I plan the music on these trips. So um, we went to Dominican Republic for, for New Year's and that was really great. And I, you know, I played every day pretty much. Um, wow, me and my nice. buddy, D, um, my DJ buddy, Gina Ferreira, um, you know, we do a, We have a duo where we play percussion and, and I sing and she DJs for me and, you know, vice versa um so we did that and then we connected with all these dominican bands and it was really great it was awesome and um so so this time around we're going to cuba and so i'll be part of the entertainment direct i'm part of the inter, entertainment director team and uh you know uh. so that's that's what i'll be doing there and then after the party is finished, then I will go and see some of my old friends. <laughs> after the party is finished. Yeah. Go to another party. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll have my own party after that. Um, so I do a lot of that um, throughout the year. I have about five trips that I take with this company that I've been working for for about 10 years. Yeah. Well, wow, that sounds like if you're a musician, especially in the genres that you are really passionate about, it sounds like you've kind of found kind of a cool, I would, I'm making air quotes here, day job that like kind of like <laughs> works, right? Yeah. That's really amazing, Don. Congratulations. I hope yeah, you're it, it is. It is a cool day job. I mean, I have several other day jobs, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, right now I am, I'm teaching special needs kids music in the yeah. New York City public schools. So I do I'm, you know, pretty much three to five days a week I'm out doing that work and that's also really great. It only happens pretty much in the springtime, so it's seasonal. You're right. Um so right now I'm pretty much doing that till the end of June. I'll be teaching. I'll and so, you know, Dawn Drake becomes Miss Dawn you know, in the classroom with the kids. And um, 
so I've been doing that for a long time, about 12 years now. Yeah. Um, as far as like the next six months or 12 months, well, I definitely uh, see the album coming out. And and then I also, I, I'm trying to, you know, I'll be honest, it's very difficult to take six people on the road. Um, <laughs> really? Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. Listen, I interview a lot of people. Um, like this full band on the record, and then when they tour, it's them and the guitar. <laughs> right. You know, exactly. I'm seeing that more and more and more, you know, because that's, that's the economics of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, my touring is at a minimum. I I do have roots in Virginia, so hopefully I eventually would like to start a festival in my hometown of Virginia Mm-hmm. Start a world music festival in Winchester, Virginia. That's one of my goals. I don't know if it's going to happen this year, but um, I definitely have that in mind. And I also want to go back to Switzerland because that was a good um, market for us. And also, I I want to sort of branch out and see what kind of you know musical collaborations I can get going on in New Orleans and. Um, and I, I really also enjoy the Miami scene. So I'm trying to branch out to, you know, be more um, mobile with my mm-hmm. music, but not in the sense that I'm going to be able to take six people on the road because I just, I don't, um, yeah, I, so far I haven't really been able to swing that. I did in the beginning. Yeah. I did that. Um, but I'm looking at, you know, sort of trying to set up different sessions with musicians in other cities so that I can collaborate with them myself, you know. Mm. Um, Well, how can people uh, stay in touch with you or or follow you or keep uh, abreast of everything you have going on? Because you have a lot going on. Well, you can always join my newsletter on my website. And that is? DawnDrake.com. And um, you can click on newsletter and there'll be like a little sign up um, prompt for you. And um, yeah, you could definitely, um, if you don't mind monthly spam, you know, you can definitely sign up for that. And also on Facebook, uh, I, it's very easy for me to keep people uh, informed on Facebook. So if you want to... Um, go to Don Drake and Sapote on Facebook and you can like us there. Um, you'll be getting all the Don Drake and Sapote news on Facebook. I would also like to add, Don, that um, I, you have, you have a, uh, a lot of videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And um, I would encourage people to go check those out too because um, That's true. really, <laughs> I mean, there's some dynamite performances. And I want to add one thing. Because you did something I absolutely love. You won me over. The, when I looked, searched you on YouTube and I saw your version of Walking on the Moon, that is, if not my favorite police song, one of my favorites, and one of my favorite bass lines of all time. And yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's doing Walking on the Moon. Okay, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> oh, cool. So, I'm you know, so just tell everybody to go check that. And I, on the YouTube, I believe it's The Don Drake. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys can find that. There's a uh, there's a video from February 10th uh, from this year up up there right now that I just watched. So yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of good stuff Indeed. there. 
Thank um, you. Don, can we, um, we're going to, this is going to kind of officially end uh, our conversation with Don Drake. You guys can go to dondrake.com and you can find Don on Facebook as well. Um, she, if you sign up for her newsletter, you won't miss anything. See, is that, see how that works? Um, and Don, can you hang out for just a second? I'm going to do a little business sure. and then we're going to do a little bonus round at the end, okay? Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Don. Thank you. Guys, guys, you've been listening to the, to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. You can go to ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Um, if you are a musician, click the Musicians tab at the top and send me your stuff because I'd love to hear it, and we'd love to be able to set up an interview with you. Um, we'd like to thank our sponsor one more time, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine. That is pplmag.com. Uh, please check them out. Please patronize them and buy everything they have because they are supporting uh, this uh, great show where we are bringing you music that I'm sure a lot of you have never even heard before and, and I'm, <clears throat> I know you want to hear. So, guys, thanks so much for listening. Go to one more time to our uh, artists uh, of the our uh, our artist for today's uh, page, dondrake.com. Sign up for the newsletter and get all the information. Guys, thanks for listening. You're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. That is LudiniRockandRollCircus.com, and we will see you guys on the next podcast. All right, Don. Want to do hey. a? Want to take a little bonus? I always, I always do some bonus stuff that we mm-hmm. just send out to like our subscribers and stuff like that. So sure, you want to feel like doing a little bonus? <clears throat> sure, okay. of course. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, now in all your, you've been, you've traveled, you've done a lot of stuff, you've played with a lot of different people, um, you've had. Some cra- I'm a musician too, so I know crazy, crazy shit happens. <laughs> so, so, so you think? Take, take a, take two seconds here to gather your thoughts, and okay. tell us one. You, you probably not have a lot of crazy stories, but tell, share with us one of your more entertaining uh, uh, escapades. Um, that, that you, <laughs> I don't want you to embarrass yourself <laughs> or anything <laughs> like that, but just like a, you know. I, I interviewed Leslie West, and he told me the story about how his the 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 uh, um, uh, the, PMs, uh, the the uh, the paramedics show up at this big show they're doing at the Fillmore or something. All the lights come up, and somebody overdosed, and it turned out it was his brother. Oh no! <laughs> he didn't die; he oh, lived. But you know, so, so it was like a crazy story. So, to tell us, uh, share with us uh, something uh, wacky <laughs> from your oh god. From your well, years. I mean, it's all wacky. Um... <laughs> You know, can I just think about this for a second? Sure, sure. Don's okay. thinking. Dun 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 Oh man. Well, um Yeah, well I, I, I actually I've I've played for so many different crazy little um scenarios. And, you know, I couldn't make it up if I tried. Um, <laughs> Truth is stranger than fiction. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I I actually, one of my um, first gigs with um, with this band was actually playing for a, um, a lifestyle, a swingers party. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> and that was like when I first started the band. So, um, you know, hey, you take any gig you can get, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
so yeah, I mean, we took the whole band up there and played in this big house, and it was like ten bedrooms, and you know everybody's getting down, and you know it's like a open door policy, and you know, so you know we got an eyeful. Um, did, now, did you know what you were getting into when you got to the gig? Did you know what it was? Not really. No. Oh. <laughs> No, but, um, yeah, it was totally cool, though. I mean, I am very open. Like, I do not care, like, what other people do. Like, it's, right, of course. it's really, I'm like, I'm a hippie, you know? <laughs> like, I went to UC Berkeley. I, you know, I mean, we definitely had our whole nudist thing going out, going on out there when I went to Berkeley. So, <laughs> you know, um, just... Yeah, whatever goes. Whatever you want to do, that's fine with me. As long as nobody's getting hurt, you know, I'm all for it. It's about the love, man. It's about the love. It's, a, it's about the love. So it's so, but but it, was, it wasn't like that uh, scene uh, in the movie Eyes Wide Shut, was it? Like, it wasn't like that, was it? They went masks. And... Um, no, there were no masks. Okay. Maybe there should have been. Oh. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Well, that's cool. Well, thanks for sharing uh that, that intimate detail of uh, of your uh, uh, life as a musician. Um, before we let you go, if you could do one thing for me, um, if you could, uh, I'll count you in, and if you could say, um, <clears throat> this is Don Drake, and you are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Can, can you do that for me? Uh, this is Don Drake, and you're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Ludini, like Lou, like L O U. Dini, D-I-N-I, like Houdini, okay, but Ludini. Okay, okay. You gotcha? Yes. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> In five, four, three. This is Dawn Drake, and you're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much, Dawn. Okay. <laughs> have, have a fun time. What's, what's your big show tomorrow or um, Monday? It's on Monday. Monday, Monday yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. well kick, kick, kick ass. Thank you. And you're in Pittsburgh? <laughs> yeah, I'm in Pittsburgh. You guys ever get out here? I've been there with other bands um, touring down there. It's fun. Um, well, you know, I'm from Winchester, Virginia, so it's not that far, uh-huh. like, you know. So, yeah, hopefully, you know, someday. I'm, I'm on your <laughs> mailing list, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'll be, so I'll be watching, good. but I would love to I would love to see you. I, seriously, I mean, not blowing smoke. I mean, that's... That's a serious, um, I mean, you guys are really, you got like a really serious, what's so cool about that music is like, you can just groove to it, or if you're like us, you're a musician, you can really get a lot out of it from the, you know what I mean? Like on oh, a deeper thank level, you. you know, right. so it's really fascinating. Thanks a lot. Hey, right, Don, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay, thanks for everything. <laughs> have a good day. Bye-bye. Okay, take care. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.